Hello and welcome to episode two of the All About Hampshire podcast from Experience Hampshire. And we're here today in a, this lovely setting of Lainston House just outside Winchester. And I'm with Tracy from Hampshire Fair. Hi, Roger. How are you? I'm very good. So um, tell us a little bit about you and your journey with Hampshire Fair and uh, what Hampshire Fair is all about. Okay, all right. So um, my journey with Hampshire Fair um, started through working in Hampshire for many years. Um, actually used to work in publishing. Um, and seeing this role come up as commercial manager of Hampshire Fair, and I kind of knew about the group. Um, and I thought, that's my job. I need to go for that. Um, and I joined Hampshire Fair. And it's yeah, okay, let's try and explain it because it's actually a community interest not-for-profit group, um, which basically means, you know, it has to cover all its costs um, at the end of the year and anything over goes straight back into doing things for its members. So it's a membership organisation. Um, it's been going 30 years um, and it was started actually by the Hampshire County Council they saw a group of um, farmers kind of connecting and thought, let's give them a, an umbrella, you know, to operate from. And so Hampshire, Hampshire Fair was born in 1991, um, which was quite innovative in those days. Um, and its main core is to support people that produce food and drink um, across the region of Hampshire and a 10 mile radius. Um, so I joined in 2013 at a time of transition. Um, I didn't know that at the time, by the way. <laughs> but it's been a, a nine year journey so far for me, um, which has taken this very dynamic, friendly um, food group um, from being totally fully funded to being self-sustainable. So it's, it's, it's been a very busy time, um, but it's been a very enjoyable one um, with challenges along the way, um, of course, that we all know about uh, a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're here in the county of Hampshire to support mainly our food and drink producers and get them routes to market. So um, half of our membership are those that rear, produce food and drink, and the other half are people that either sell it in their farm shop or their local village shop or people that use it on their menu. So people like hotels, delis, cafes, and even caterers. So uh, yeah, we're kind of short of 400 members and um, it's a great dynamic group. Sounds like you're very busy, that's for sure. Always very busy, yeah. And, and you know that I think one of, the, one of the challenges I have is you always find things that you could do, but you're limited by obviously time and, and resources, so yeah. Mm. And what do you think that Hampshire offers um, as opposed to other counties? Because I guess there are groups like yours uh, around the country. There's probably something similar in Dorset or Devon mm. or, or Wiltshire. You know, why, why, yeah. is, why is Hampshire Fair so good? What do you think you do maybe that others don't do as well? Yeah, um, well, I think across the UK, there's very few food groups nowadays. Um, the ones that are are kind of surviving, either have like a set of things that they do. I think what makes Hampshire Fair very successful is that we are really, the staff working for Hampshire Fair, and it's a very small team, 
and its members are very passionate about the county, you know, and we're very passionate about working amongst the county with different businesses. So I think what makes it pretty special is that um, it's well connected with not just hospitality and food and drink industry, but other industries across Hampshire. There's a real mutual respect amongst businesses in Hampshire to work together. And that obviously makes our life a lot easier. Um, obviously, sustainable food, um, cutting down on food miles, uh, miles and more greener kind of environment is top of the agenda for everyone now, um, which kind of makes our life a little bit easier in getting that message out. But um, yeah, we're pretty dynamic. We do a lot of things. Um, so not just business to business, but out to the consumer awareness, like things like the Hampshire Food Festival, the Great Hampshire Sausage and Pie Competition, which is very much about putting butcher shops and meat producers on, on the menu. Uh, and obviously vegan. We introduced a vegan pie category last year, so we try to be inclusive wherever we can. But I think what makes us unique is just that we really are a very friendly, um, well-connected group. Um, that has each other's um, business development at heart, you know? Well, we've certainly enjoyed being a member, Experience Hampshire. We've been a, a member, I think, since we, we founded last year, and we've loved going to the events that you've organised, and certainly we've made some great connections with Hampshire, other Hampshire Fair members. So, yeah, it's been... I, I, it seems to me you're doing a great job. So um, tell us about perhaps other than the experience Hampshire of some of the other sort of more unique members that you've mm. got so yeah well I'm I, do you know I'm always surprised how um especially when I go out of county you know and you say oh did you know that Hampshire produces a buffalo mozzarella cheese and they're like what buffalo in Hampshire yes we do did you know that Hampshire's got the oldest commercial vineyard in in the UK really yeah Hambledon not only have we got one vineyard, obviously the the expanse and development of the of the vineyards across Hampshire is just amazing over the last sort of five, six years. It's just going from strength to strength. Um, but there's like sneaky products coming out of Hampshire as well, like wasabi. It's like, what? Wasabi in Hampshire? And that's because of the clear, you know, crystal waters um, or the rivers we've got here. Um, I think the diversity of the land really does produce some real key produce. But we've got people that are kind of making things um, from general sort of things like really good sourdough breads, you know, right up to kind of farmers, you know, and their, their grass-fed beef. Uh, we've got a lovely dynamic team that are growing the freshest of vegetables you know um, regenerative farming is very big so I could go on forever mentioning product um, I suppose heritage wise you know trout <laughs> over the last nine years I've probably seen the trout fishermen which have been here for over 30 odd years um, I've seen kind of companies like Chalkstream Foods get hold of the hold of that industry and really take that product from being a very 70s you know type fish to like probably on the plate of most places that you would dine in 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 Hampshire now the trout and it's a real great success story and it's out there on the waters on the cruise ships as well you know and don't get me on cheese I mean we've got a cheese here that's made in Hampshire called Tunworth you know 
um, top chef Simon Rogan wrote about five pages on, on menus, recipes with Tunworth, you know, in his latest book. Um, and they're kind of almost, well, we try not to keep them hidden, you know, <laughs> but I'm always surprised when someone doesn't know, you know, what Hampshire holds here, because it's really special. Definitely. And I think that's what I've learned a bit about since getting involved, setting up Experience Hampshire and getting involved a bit more in UK tourism. I think, unfortunately, Hampshire is perhaps not up there as one of the best known counties for mm. anything at all, really. Mm. We all know about Devon and Cornwall mm. who do a, a really good job at pushing themselves at a county level. And mm. I think what we're perhaps as Hampshire residents not great at doing is plugging Hampshire as the most amazing place to be. We've got 240 miles of coastline. We've got a national park, which has just won amazing awards, the New Forest National Park. We've got the South Downs. So um, I suppose it's all of us working together, really, to, to promote Hampshire as a, as a destination. And it sounds like you're playing your, your bit there by trying to promote it outside of Hampshire and we I guess people who live here know Hampshire and mm. that, that know how good it is um, it's trying to bring people in I mean are there any ways that you that you work to try and attract people into the county yeah um, I, what what you've just said there Roger is is really true you know it, it's not a shouty county and I don't know if that's because, you know, we're only an hour away from London and, you know, we're not positioned that far away and we're very much a day tripping type um, county. Um, yeah, I suppose how we're trying to change that is to get people to stay longer because, you know, with all the experiences you've got for people to do whilst they're here and all the wonderful food they can experience um, by staying here, it's really key that we do try and get people to stay here longer than a day trip. So um, this year, for the first time, we did Carfest, which we did with you guys. And we had a Hampshire Fair street uh, with all our producers there. And Hampshire Fair team was there purely to try and engage with that audience um, because they're coming to Hampshire. It's on Laverstoke Park Farm, but they perhaps don't know where they are and what else there is here. So we spent a lot of time there telling people you know did you know this did you know that you know would you come back handing out our local produce guidebook of places to stay and you know things to do um and i think that's you know we could all do with being a bit more shouty really about hampshire i agree totally and we we as you say were there at carfest we had to stand promoting experience hampshire and we had the same conversations with people there were lots of people from much further north in mm. the uk who some of them it was their first visit to Hampshire and uh, I mean Carfest is a great intro into Hampshire and there was lots of Hampshire stuff there but I agree I think as a county we perhaps need to be a bit more shouty is a good word mm. about what we what we do and what we have here and why people should come and stay stay for longer yeah as you say. So. no one wants to be the best uh, kept secret do they not no. anymore we can't afford to be that you know and like you said we've got everything going we've got coast we've got forest mm. we've got downs we've got amazing rivers you know fly fishing the americans love coming on the test here absolutely love it um, and then we've got cities and we've got history, mm. you know, and packaged oh. up. It's it's just such a great package, isn't it? It is an amazing place. And 
perhaps we should be Hampshire ambassadors. Maybe we, we should have a badge. I think we already are. Yeah, I think <laughs> we are. Well, yeah, I th- I, there's a great synergy between what we do. You're, you're promoting food and drink and we're promoting experiences, but collectively we're all about getting people to Hampshire and, as you said just now, trying to get them to stay a little bit longer. So whereas they might have come for one or two days could we get them to stay for three or four days and mm. and uh, show them show them the best of what Hampshire has to offer and talking about that we've got some as we always do on our podcast we've got some little uh, snacks here I should say <laughs> from yeah treats would be a better <laughs> word uh, from the wonderful Tracy also called great Tracy man, at man. New Forest Shortbread so we'll give a good plug to them and and uh, well tell us a quick bit about New Forest Shortbread because they're Hampshire Fair members of yeah. course yeah so Tracy Sue um yeah, she has a great name. <laughs> Spelled the same way as mine as well, Noe. Um, New Forest Shortbread. Um, do you know what? I, I gave this to the head of food of a very big group recently um, and I explained to them it's proper shortbread. <laughs> and there's no doubt that she's cracked it because it's so buttery and so delicious. And what's so lovely about Tracy is she's done a lot with her product in terms of telling the story. And I love that. And consumers mm. really love that as well. So when you, not only does her shortbread taste absolutely lovely and it's made in the new forest, um, the box that the shortbread comes in actually tells the story of, of the forest. So mm. I'll Well, just, open the box and I'll tell, open us, it up. tell us what it so, so it's inside. So we've got a couple of boxes here of, of the shortbread. So uh, without even tasting the shortbread, there's stories about the fungi, the pigs... Um, and the oak trees in the forest, giving a little bit of education, really. We were out actually with another of your uh, members uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mm. making jams and chutneys, which was one of our experiences that we feature on our website. And just the most amazing day with with Jen, who's an expert jam maker, picking fresh produce from her garden which is right next to her cooking studio yeah and uh, we spent a day just making jams and chutneys from fresh ingredients and uh, we're back to saying how lucky we are to have all this fresh produce i think i think yeah i mean jen's jams are naked jam she's um highly passionate about what she does Mm. um and it's lovely to actually experience it, isn't it? Because a lot of people don't know the amount of work and effort that goes into these products. So it's one thing, you know, creating them and selling them and they're X amount of price and they taste amazing. Mm. But once you understand what's gone into it... It, it you know, was just an incredible experience yeah. to, to go and uh, feed off her expertise. And yeah. she... A lot of the jams and chutneys we were making during the day experience were she she made up as she was going along, but she's got yeah. such a skill set that they all tasted well. They're all at home in jars, ready to give away as Christmas gifts or mm. eat with cheese over Christmas. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, we created amazing things, and uh, mm. yeah, we're lucky to have a number of experiences which include food so whether it's chocolate making or jam making or gin tasting um 
Yeah. It's, well. yeah, but Roger, I might be giving up this job soon because I did one of your courses, not food related, yeah, because I need to take a break at some point. And I went on the pottery course with Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took my son there because he's just gone off traveling. So I thought I better spend some quality time with him. And to be honest, we normally go to one of these painting studios where the pottery's already done and you just paint it, you know. Um, and we've done that since he was, you know, really, really young. And then um, it was about two weeks ago, um, I thought, no, I'm going to book proper pottery throw-in, you know, the proper ghost movie stuff, except I was with my son, so it's not quite that theme. And, um, oh, I think I've found my vacation in life, to be honest. I made this wonderful bowl and this mug, and I'm like, I haven't picked it up yet. Um, But that, for me, taking yourself out of your norm yeah in in this mad world that we all live in is really important and i can really speak from the heart and say that that um morning for me was like i had just refreshed myself regenerated totally totally taken myself out of where i normally work because i'm i'm so busy all of the time and i have a busy home life as well and i came away from there feeling like a different person not just because I'd succeeded in making this bowl. It was terrifying, by the way, on a potter's wheel. There's quite a skill to it. Um, but she she is a brilliant teacher. Um, but I think I was telling someone only yesterday that it was a break, you know, a break from everything. So, Tracy, we, we're both great advocates of Hampshire, as I think we're agreed on, definitely. Mm. Um how do you think people from outside of Hampshire see Hampshire? Do you, do you think we're a, a go-to destination or do you think people perhaps don't quite understand all the good stuff that's going on in the county? Oh, that's a, that's a really tough question, to be mm. honest. Um, do you know what I'd like to see? I, you know, when you pick up the Times or the Telegraph or the Sunday, you know, one of the weekend sort of mags that comes with the big papers and it goes, 10 fabulous places to stay in the UK, or it will go, you know, 10 glamping places or, you know, it's really rare that you'll actually find Hampshire in that list. And it honestly, it's not because we don't deserve to be in that list. It's just that I think a lot of the journalists probably live Cornwall or Yorkshire or whatever. Um, and maybe it goes back to that shoutiness, yeah? Um, saying that, saying that, um, the pig group have just won AA pig group, a ho- small hotel group of the year. Yeah, tick. Born out of Hampshire, Brockenhurst, their first pig. Um, and they've got pig in the wool that's in Southampton. And the Tune Glen has just won, you know, Iconic Hotels has just won um, Best Small Hotels. So I think Hampshire's different things for different people. I think it's definitely a walker's paradise. It's definitely a, a cyclist's paradise. And then it's definitely a city break type person. If you look at Portsmouth with its Gunwolf Keys, you look at Southampton and Winchester, you know, it's a great city ble- uh, break place. Um, New Forest and Isle of Wight are kind of, you know, they're sort of in their own entirety. Um, Hampshire is much more than Peppa Pig world. <laughs> she's okay. She's good on. She's good. Yeah, she's good. Um, but 
yeah, there's so much more there. I don't know how people perceive Hampshire out of the area, if I'm honest. You know, I mean, we went to Country Fowl Live one year in my nine years with Hampshire Fair because I just wanted to take Hampshire out of county again. And everyone that came to us was from Hampshire because that was only at uh, Blenheim, so we were only gone to Oxford, not far enough, you know. Mm. Um, I'd love to do a twinning thing with Yorkshire, you know. Maybe do we this sh- north, south, switch yeah, over. Maybe, maybe yeah, we should that's gonna do happen. A, a county twinning. Because I want to go to Yorkshire, you know. Yeah. I want to go up there. And yeah. they must want to come down here, so... Well, I'm sure they would. I'm <laughs> sure they would. Yeah, I think it's an interesting question, an interesting debate, and we we mustn't diss, as the kids would say, the journalists for not doing the research. But I do mm. agree that sometimes I think they, they go to the better-known counties, and, mm. and we, as we keep saying, we have lots of good stuff going on. We're, we talked about the bigger cities and Winchester, Southampton, Portsmouth, mm. but also we've got all the, the amazing market towns, so Bishop's Waltham, Alsford, places like that, which are, are, are destinations in their own right. You could come and stay in Alsford, just north of Winchester, mm. for a long weekend and um, and explore Hampshire from there. So yeah. you, you don't necessarily need to come and stay in the big cities. And no. I, I think, as you said, unfortunately, what's seen in the national press is Peppa Pig World. Thanks to Boris Johnson for that one. <laughs> what some people outside of Hampshire don't really appreciate is is the wealth of small market towns, for instance, that we have here in Hampshire. They know about Portsmouth. They know about uh, Winchester and, and, and Southampton and the history and there is amazing history behind those cities, but also there's great culture and, and history behind all these little market towns, which some of them were there probably before the bigger mm. cities were and have survived for years and years. So, you know, here what we try and do at Experience Hampshire is get beneath the, the sort of better known uh, activities, uh, things going on in the county. So... You know, we've got wild swimming experiences around the needles. We have uh, gin making experiences, for instance. Uh, but rather than use the better known uh, gin distilleries, we tend to try and again dig under the surface. And we've discovered a bit like you were saying earlier with sparkling wine producers, there are dozens of, of small distilleries dotted around Hampshire producing amazing gin so you can actually go along and not just taste the gin but and we did this a few weeks ago you can go and make your own gin and you're working with the people who run the distillery who understand the local botanicals who are the people out collecting the botanicals so you know the the the, it's all about digging under the surface and I think somehow that's what we need to do as a county is is shout about back to being shouty again uh, about all this all this <laughs> it's my, going to be a, my key a word thing, is shouty. make hampshire more shouty, shouty. so tracy um we we both know Hampshire pretty well. You, mm. I live in Hampshire. I'm Hampshire yeah. born and bred. You, I think, live right on the border of Hampshire I, and Dorset. Perhaps. Yeah, I'm kind of. It used to be Hampshire, and then they stole it, and I want it back. 
<laughs> so I'm right on, yeah, I'm literally 400 yards from the border. I used to live actually in the New Forest, more in the New Forest. I'm on the edge of the New Forest now, more towards the Dorset side, but I used to live in um, near Limington, yeah, mm. and then before we moved. So, but I've, I've kind of, I wasn't born and bred down here at all, you know, I was born in Buckinghamshire actually, um, and moved down here, down to Hampshire after kind of a bit of world travel because I wanted to be by the coast and um, I've never looked back it's been years and years I can't even remember how long it's been but a long a long time and I have to say I've worked Dorset and Hampshire yeah in terms of business orientation and um, I think the thing with Hampshire and I'll say it again is it's like quietly confident you know it really is, and it's got so much to offer. And the people are so lovely. You know, it's a really friendly, welcoming place. And uh, you were saying about experiences, different experiences you can have here. You you can stay in such a diverse range of places here now. A lot of our farms have diversified. So like Chawton Farm, who were lamb in a van of their day, you know, many years ago, have now got these little wigwams, you know, that you can... You can um, book um, and then there's places like Wallet's Wood which is a, a kind of really good for accessibility you know that, there's a massive tick there um, and then you can go out and explore the downs you know right up to like five star hotels so um, it's got something for everyone you know and everything in between really mm, definitely and it's great to see that uh, f- a lot of farms have diversified unfortunately they've been forced to diversify mm. because farming's become tougher and yeah. and and they need to work hard to to earn an income but mm. i think that's to the benefit of us all definitely to visitors who are coming to stay here and uh, yeah we we work at experience hampshire with some of the accommodation providers and yeah. there's, there's just the most amazing yurts and yeah. tree houses and wigwams yeah um which again perhaps people don't quite realize are here in 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 hampshire and you can stay up on the south downs you can be right down yeah. in the new forest you can be down in limington on the coast um there are there are some amazing little hidden treasures yeah. really so uh, it's quite nice staying on a farm as well. Do you know what I mean? One of my m- one of my passions would be to have a lovely small holding somewhere. Yeah, so I get over that by staying on a farm occasionally. It gives me my little feed, you know. But Gambledon Farm, for instance, you know, stay in a safari tent or those really quite posh apartment places there, um, and go and see the, the grass-fed cattle. You know, wake up to the cockerel. You know, it's great, isn't it? Well, thank you very much, Tracy. It's been an enlightening conversation (laughs) and uh, I'm sure we could chat for hours about Hampshire, but uh, apologies, David isn't here today. Normally you get grilled by two of us. I'm actually relieved. (laughs) David's actually up in Yorkshire exploring a different part of the the UK, but he'll be back in Hampshire soon. uh, (laughs) But thank you very much indeed. Great to hear about a little bit about your history and your links with Hampshire and uh, thank you to Hampshire Fair for all you do for us as members. Thanks Roger, great to be here, good to speak to you.